and welcome to The Family Business. I'm your host, Shannon. I'm Donna. And I'm Z. And tonight we are going to be discussing the first part of the two-part season finale for season two entitled All Hell Breaks Loose. And this is the culmination of the season in that Sam starts to come into more contact with other people that have abilities like he does and we get the ultimate showdown with all of them so that the yellow-eyed demon can have his one true general, I guess you want to call it, to complete his task here on Earth. We get the return of Ava and Andy and we get to see how they interact with Sam and how they've come over the past few months since they have seen him. And what that is, is basically everybody has grown in their powers except for Sam. Sam is the only one who hasn't been using his powers and hasn't been honing his abilities. And so he's kind of at a disadvantage except for the fact that he has all of his knowledge as a hunter. And yeah, we find Ava and she appears to have no memory at all of the last five months. Yes. Exactly. Except for she's a lying bitch. (laughs) (laughs) She pulled it off so well. She did. And the the thing is, though, and I'm sitting here, and I know this is a TV show, and I know blah, blah, blah. I know all of that. But I'm sitting here thinking, okay, if you're going to kill somebody, and you can do it, like, remotely, don't be standing over the body and let somebody find you. Especially if you're going to do something stupid, like draw a line through the soul. And then not fix it. And then not fix it. How hard would it have been for her to turn around and... Exactly. I, I get, like I said, I get it's a TV show, I get all that, blah, blah, blah. But that was really stupid. I mean, if, if you have the ability to control demons and you can kill people with it, number one, don't let anybody know that. And number two, don't be a dumbass. Right. I mean, you know. Kill, kill responsibly. Exactly. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. They needed, they needed that moment for us as well as for Sam. Right. Yeah. And, this, I, and this is exactly what you were saying with It's a TV Show, but I almost feel like the way it played out, I almost feel like they didn't tell the actress what was actually going on for the first half. Like, like just read this much of the script and we'll yeah. shoot that. Then there's a scene kind of midway when she's she's starting to seem a little jaded. This is kind of the scene before the reveal. Right. And she she makes a couple of... Oh, it's when Sam is telling her her boyfriend's dead. Yes. And there's a couple of comments that seem just kind of bitter. Mm -hmm. You know, not Ava-like. Right. And then all of a sudden... And the moment when she drops the pretense, my God, that chick deserved an Emmy for that moment. Yeah. When you just... Because yeah, it was a it was a switch flip. I mean, she mm-hmm. just went 180 and is just like I now I'm bad Ava, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing that it made me wonder too was, did she really not know that her boyfriend was dead, her fiance, or did she actually kill him and then I, leave? I don't I think, think she did. <clears throat> I think yeah. I'm sorry, I just talked all over you, but because I mean, you know they killed everyone who was in the diner when they took Sam, right? Yeah. So I think he was killed. And it, witnesses. I, I actually really want to know what happened when Ava first got there because yeah. that chick was not well equipped 
to survive the Hunger Games. No. You know? Here, here, here's the thing, is watching this, I was like, I don't even necessarily care about what happens to Sam. Like, like I care. Right. But, like, the coolest thing would be that, like, what you're talking about is, like, that story. Because mm-hmm. the first time we saw her, I was, like, hella crushing on Ava. I was like, forget, forget them. Like, forget the boys. Like, give me Ava. And now I'm like... What happened to you, my sweet baby angel? Like, <laughs> well, and two, like with Jake, he Jake has strength, mm-hmm. and it's like these people, whenever they realize that they have abilities, and whenever they're like, okay, well, you know, it's a it's a fight to the death. They aren't your typical, you know, what I would assume is like, no, we're, that that's ridiculous. We don't have to do this, but it's like, nope. Fuck you all, I'm killing you dead. Well, they used Jake's family against him. Yellow-Eyed Demon tells Jake, your little sister and your that's mom. Later. That's That's and... in the next episode. Well, I mean, we don't get to see what he's... I Okay, like, I know it's in the next episode, I guess, but also, like, we see the Yellow-Eyed Demon tell Sam, like, reveal this little thing about Mary, about how Mary knew him. Right. So we don't necessarily know exactly what it is the Yellow-Eyed Demon told Jake, and I can only assume that if if the Yellow-Eyed Demon was willing to use Sam's family against him, of course he was willing to use Jake's family against him, even if we didn't get to see it. But the thing is, is that Sam didn't switch over into suddenly, okay, fuck you all, you're dead. Sam has experience with the world, though. Like I, I get that, but, I mean, typical people, and I, I understand we're not dealing with typical people here, but typical people are not going to just be like, oh, okay, fuck you all, stab, stab, stab. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Jake was on board with We've All Gotta Stick Together right Right up until it was just him and Sam. That's true. And I, for me, the fact that he was a soldier, and I'm not about to soldier bash, I'm the daughter of two veterans, but the fact that he was a soldier made it more believable for me that he was able to go, this is what I gotta do. Right. And I really like the character of Jake. I like him in this episode, and minor spoiler, I like him in the next episode. He's very sympathetic for being an adversary. Right. Yeah. He's he's a very likable and to me believable character. And I think yeah. to me it was just like, listen man, only one of us is getting out of here. I think they've established that and it's going to be me. And I know it's a little late in the episode. Usually we do this one of the first things, but was there any lore Z we it, hadn't already had established? Kind of. So there's a thing that that little girl that um, Sam calls an achiri. So I watched with the subtitles on and they spelled it A-C-H-I-R-I. And when I tried to look it up, like it just gave me doctors. Like I guess there's a bunch <laughs> of doctors in the world with that last name. Okay. And I was like, that is not what I'm looking for. So it's actually spelled A-C-H-E-R-I. And Dean mentions it really briefly, but we see that kind of form a couple of times when it kills, or when it tries to attack Jake, when he goes into like the schoolhouse room, there's a little girl, and then, I don't know if we see it kill Lily. I know we hear her, we hear the little girl laughing, and then Lily dies. And then I think we see the little girl when she kills Andy. And so that's called an achiri. It's a ghost or a spirit of a little girl or a, a ghost or a spirit that takes on the form of a little girl. They're commonly thought to come from like mountains and hilltops at night to bring sickness to those like children and the elderly and stuff that are susceptible to stuff like that. A couple of things I found referred to them as like plague demons. Sometimes they're little kids that have died untimely due to some kind of disease. Everything that I found said that it was from India with, and like there were a couple of disclaimers like, 
is often missourced as a Native American lore. And I tried to look up to see if it was Native American, and I couldn't find anything that was credibly sourced. Sometimes it's viewed as a Native American mythology or whatever, but it's not. Everything I found that was credible said it was from India. Hmm. So you think there was some confusion with the term Indian? Indian. Yeah. Probably. Probably. So the other aspect of the episode is the fact that Dean is looking for Sam, who did go missing right at the beginning of the episode. He goes to the roadhouse and finds it totally gutted and obliterated after he had talked to Ash. And Ash said that he had some major information for Dean. Mm -hmm. That he couldn't say over an open line. Yes. The assumption is at that point that Joe, Ellen... Ash and a shitload of hunters are all dead inside the roadhouse. Not Joe. Joe and, and Ellen had a, a big fight oh, and that's they parted right. ways yes, for a bit. That's so. right. I forgot about that. I mean it doesn't it's not explicitly like, but Joe's not there, but it's kinda like Joe, Joe's not there. Right. And they don't imply that Joe's there. They just don't tell us where she is. Yeah. So going back to the lore a little bit, Andy uses his powers to put a vision in Dean's head of where they are, and it's the bell with the oak on it. Did you find anything on Cold Oak, South Dakota? Totally forgot. I was just curious if it's actually a real place. Let me talk about the bell, because here's the thing. Andy manages to project a vision to Dean, and then... Bobby is like, you saw a bell? Did it have an oak tree on it? My thought was, if somebody said I saw a bell, I would have asked, did it have a crack in it? Liberty Bell, yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is that Bobby's from South Dakota. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, it would would stand to reason that that would be the first thing he would think about is because he's from South Dakota. I'll give you that. I'm not 100% sure I buy it, but I'll give you that. It's plausible. Well, and it's also, we're dealing with a force that is able to project images over a great distance. And so being that it's, we're dealing with supernatural elements, Mm -hmm. it would stand to reason too that Bobby would go more toward the supernatural element of... A haunted town than sure. he would the Liberty Bell. That's a good point. I'm finding a couple of things um, about ghost towns in South Dakota when I put in Cold Oak, South Dakota. One in particular is called Senec, South Dakota. S-E-N-I-C. But it's saying that up until 2010, there were people that lived there. And then there was like a, a decline or whatever in the economy. And they all just like up and left. And somebody bought it for like 79000 Like almost $80,000. Like the whole town. Right. So, and there's legend that it's ghostly and there's a reason nobody's settling it or anything. Like, it's the person that bought it just bought it and they didn't do anything with the land. So that's kind of interesting. I don't understand how you buy a town. I hear every now and then about somebody buying a town. <laughs> I don't understand how you buy a town. You just have lots of money. I don't understand how people buy groceries sometimes. Like, I'm just, maybe maybe that's just like, like, I'm just a really poor millennial. But, like, like you can afford Pringles? What? You can stop buying entitled. so many avocados oh, and God, putting I, it on toast. Hate avocados, <laughs> fidget spinners. Okay, I have bought a couple of fidget spinners. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I want to back up to the very beginning when we when we were first introduced. Everyone said what they got except Jake. Jake did not say what he got. Yeah. Sam was like, I got visions. Ava says, I got visions. Andy says, I can control people. And then went on the whole lecture about putting gay porn in somebody's brain. And Lily said, I can kill people when I touch them. Yeah. Which, why didn't she wear fucking gloves? Like Rogue. Exactly. Thank you. Get yourself a bodysuit, chick. Right. They are in fashion. They look 
fly. Do it. I don't know. She was a little too, I don't know, emo. rocker, punk, goth, emo chick to rock yeah. spandex, I I'm, think. I'm sure they've got studded spandex, though. <laughs> like, you put on your spandex, and you put on the studded leather jacket, then you put on the studded leather jacket and your fingerless gloves, and you are good to go. Well... But if you got fingerless gloves on, oh, you can still kill Right, people, no. So. Okay, no fingerless gloves for Lily. Or, or <laughs> latex gloves, fingerless gloves on top to keep the aesthetic. Yes. You're welcome. Put that shit on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. And on that note, we are going to go ahead and take a break. So, Donna, if you would please. I would really appreciate it if you guys would go visit us on iTunes or Google Play and give us a rating and a review. Maybe subscribe and then talk about us. Tell people about us. You've got friends that like Supernatural. Tell them. And interact with us on social media. TFB underscore SPN Fancast for Twitter. At TFB underscore SPN Fancast on Twitter. And at the Family Business underscore SPN Fancast on Instagram. And as always, we're on Tumblr and Facebook at Snarkcast. And you can find us and all our sister podcasts on GumbyCatNetworks.com. Donna, do you want to go ahead and I know we already kind of touched on this a little bit, but jump into the female aspect of the episode. You know, Ava is a great character and I really enjoy her. I even liked Dark Ava. Dark Ava's pretty badass for the 15 or 20 seconds we got to experience her before she died. That actress is amazing. Yeah, she is. There's one... She's just got this cute little impish look about her, and then she just brings out the devil, and it's like, oh my god. Yeah. There was was one short little piece of a scene early, before we find out she's Dark Ava, where Sam, I think he yells Lily's name. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And he yells it the way that Dean yells his name, Uh and Ava jumps. Like, what you would expect of a real reaction time mm-hmm. jump. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, it looked really authentic. And I remember seeing it and being like, like, damn, like, you get it, girl. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, which is part of the reason I almost wonder if they just didn't give the actress the full script. Right. <laughs> because she was so plausible as this sweet little innocent thing. And like I mentioned earlier, I really want to see how she survived for five months. Yeah. Because yeah. the girl that we saw right before she disappeared, I don't see her surviving. So yeah. I want to know what happened. Did she just get lucky for a couple of, and then get jaded? Yeah, what happened there? But anyway, that's that's pretty much it for female characters is Ava. And she, man, she she rocks in yeah. this episode. There was Lily, too. And she, she didn't have incredible depth, but I felt like she had a character. You know what I loved about her, despite it being a little bit of a bury the gaze trope, mm-hmm. was without any other reference at all. She was just like, I killed my girlfriend. And there was no further discussion. Yeah, she just happened to be a girl who was a lesbian. Yeah. And I was was like, that's... And speaking as the gay, I didn't see that as a bury the gays thing. I just, I saw it as like, well... I mean, it stands to reason that, that she's going to die because pretty much everybody is going to die. So I didn't really see it as a, yeah. as a bury the gays thing. I'm, right. I'm, I'm bi. So like, I, I can only kind of slightly attest to that. I was referring to more to the fact that she killed her girlfriend oh. than that she died. Oh, oh see, oh, I, okay. I didn't... Because they had already been deprived of a happy ending before Lily got there. That's see, I didn't, I didn't get that either. Because she, I mean, she... With her power, she's killing pretty much anybody and everybody that she yeah. touches. So, of course, so, she killed her girlfriend. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's your partner, your 
girlfriend, boyfriend, mm-hmm. husband, wife is the person that you're the most likely to touch. Yeah. I really wanted to see that story too. Because it wasn't like like the way that she phrased it, it didn't make it sound like, oh, when she first got her powers, she touched her girlfriend and that was how she knew. It the she way said, she said it, it was I accidentally almost as right. if like she had rolled over in the middle of the night or something and had reached too far for her girlfriend or, or reached for something and Yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to see that story because yeah. that, oh man, that, that like one. Because you your heart ripped out. Yeah, because if <laughs> I, if, if cannon is not blowing holes in my ship, then am I really shipping a ship? Come on now. Are um, you even speaking English? <laughs> but let's just go back to wear gloves, okay? If yeah. you can kill people when you touch them, just wear gloves. Yeah. Unless you really don't like them. Oh, that's Unless true. You don't like people. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I referred to an early shot, and this then became a theme that kept going. There's an early shot of Ava with Sam and Andy, and I called that Ava and the Soft Boys. <laughs> <laughs> the Soft Boys? Soft Boys, as opposed to Rough Boys. See, Jake is a rough... Yeah. Dean's a rough boy. What Dean's a rough boy. What am I missing here? It's, it's just a it's, cute way of saying a thing. Come on. Yeah, it's kind of like referring to all doggos as doggos. They're all puppers, too. But, you know, even if they're old doggos, they're still puppers. I have never heard the term soft boys before. I have. Uh, I got is you. Is this a social media thing? <laughs> no. It's just, a... it's just cute and trendy. Come on, get with it. So it's a millennial thing. Hashtag soft boys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Ava and the soft boys... That's my band. Pick it up by context. (laughs) This sounds like a bi-porno title or something. I mean, I'd watch it. (laughs) John is a rough boy. Yeah, he's definitely a rough boy. Bobby's definitely a rough boy. What is the origin of this crap? I I know I'm derailing the podcast for this, but what is the origin of this? I picked it up from the McElroys. Um, Tumblr. That's that's what I know. There you go. Alrighty then. And then we get to Ash? the end when Sam does not kill Jake. Yeah. And oh, soft boy. boy indeed. Yeah. Definitely soft boy. Soft. Ash, Ash going, is a medium boy. I'm going to ban this term. <laughs> no, you're not because I'm going to use it next episode. <laughs> I'm going to edit out every reference of it. So. Yeah. Um, There'll just be like huge missing chunks and people are like, what the hell happened? Bram's <laughs> a soft boy. Do not refer to my husband in that way. <laughs> He's a so. good, good software. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm getting a little gaggy here. Okay, I'm not in a drag queen good way gaggy. <laughs> I'm a soft boy. It's so okay. how about the uh, how about the repeated phrase "I will not kill"? And even though I have never in my life seen a full episode of The Simpsons, I could not. It's help. the chalkboard gag at the, in the but intro. Picture, yeah, yeah. The picture Bart Simpson. I will not kill. Yeah. So this episode it starts off with to like way throwback to the beginning of the episode. Dean and Sam pull up to the diner, and he's like. He wants pie. Yes, <laughs> and I think I feel like this is the first time that we see Dean like. Lusting after pie. Really getting after I that think, pie. I think there's one episode where he eats pie, but it's not like... In the Scarecrow, he wanted pie. Yeah, in, yeah. in season one Scarecrow, that's whenever he's basically the apple pie. He's basically just having an orgasm from eating it. But <laughs> but have you ever had good apple pie? Like, that's understandable. <laughs> I'm not really an apple pie person. I'm more of a pumpkin pie person. Well, okay, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, so this is, I feel like, the first time we see pie-obsessed Dean. 
Also, he wanted extra onions, and I was like, yes, because I eat extra onions on everything. So I was like, you go, Dean. You rocking those extra onions. (laughs) So one thing that I found really interesting with Sam's dream conversation with the yellow-eyed demon was that the yellow-eyed demon reveals that there are other generations of kids who have been as affected as the 22, 23-year-old generation has been. And I think that that would have been a great segue, too, into learning more and seeing more is if they had evolved into showing us these other generations and how they were behaving and acting and things like that. So, yeah, but it was interesting to know that there was, there was more to the plan than just this small group of people. Yeah. Cause I felt like so far up to this point, the way that they were referring to like Sam and Dean and their investigations of it, the way that they were referring to it was like, there could be thousands of kids out there right. that had been affected like this. And then we get here and it's like, like Ava mentions that it's happened three or four times that there have been groups of three or four people. Right. So like 20 people, maybe. Roughly, yeah. Yeah, there was no there was no indication that there were more than that. And of course, we've had a few people who have died along the way, like Max and Andy's brother. Yeah. And um, I think there was, was there one other person that they encountered that had abilities that had a horrific death? or something maybe i'm mistaken but i still i mean that's only going to add like two or three more to the 20-ish people yeah so it seems like i mean if if you're a demon from hell i mean it stands to reason that you know he is going to be going after other people but for this one generation to be to go from oh there's possibly thousands to no it's 20 yeah that's some bad There math. are literally tens of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, at the fight between Sam and Jake, so we found out that Jake is super strong, which is pretty impressive. I also was struck by the fact that, you know, like, Ma- uh, not Max, Andy can't use his abilities on other gifted people. And... Of course, we didn't try it, but I'm willing to bet Lily's ability wouldn't have worked on them. But super strength will work on them. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting that Jake was the only one that... Well, because that is a physical thing, not a mental or spiritual thing. Right. Well, Ava was able to see Sam, and Sam was able to see Max and stuff, so their abilities But they weren't using those abilities directly on them. It doesn't affect them. Right. Okay. It wasn't like Andy wouldn't have been able to put gay porn into Sam's head. Yeah. But he could still affect those around Sam to affect Sam. Yeah. The thing I wanted to say is that if you hit somebody in the jaw hard enough to knock them 10 feet in the air and 20 feet back... You have destroyed their jaw. Right. Yeah. Okay. There is no yeah. way Sam is getting up and I don't know. Sam's got that. a pretty strong jaw. It's a nice defined. Yeah. 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 And also, didn't he put him through a fence? Yeah. Yeah. And, and those weren't like little flimsy particle boards. Those mm-hmm. were like almost two by fours that yeah. he blasted him through. I have a question. Okay. We may have an answer. So we know that demons leave sulfur behind. Yes. Which was evident in this episode. We know that they can affect electricity around them because the lights flickered when Mary went to go check on Sam as a baby. Right. Um, And that happened in this episode. But have we ever seen iron work against demons? 
I don't know that they have established that anywhere before. Yeah. Why do you ask for this episode? Because Sam refers to the little girl as a demon. Right. And he uses iron against her. And he also says that they need to get iron to use against demons in general. And I was like, I don't think that that is a thing that has happened before this episode. I think that, I think you're right. I think they introduced that into this episode, especially because of what we deal with in next episode. Yeah. I, I think that that was just like a, oh, hey, let's do a way back thing here and just kind of retroactively make this a thing. Because you're right. The only time we've ever seen iron used is against ghosts. Yeah. And we know that it dissipates them. And as a matter of fact, whenever Sam hits the the Achiri, she dissipates like a ghost would. But she's but black she's, smoke. Right. Like, like exactly. Yeah. So maybe Achiris in specific have a special vulnerability to iron. And it may be. And especially, too, like what you were saying. Um, sometimes they're ghosts. They're ghosts. Sometimes they're plague demons. Right. Yeah. So. so maybe they were just kind of combining that both of those aspects into one and making it to where the iron would affect them. I but, don't know. Yeah, I, I could see that. But also he's like, we'll need to get weapons. And then he mentions iron, right. salt, like other things. Well, and this isn't this isn't really a spoiler, but iron does become a thing ongoing yeah. where demons are concerned, both for containing them and making them go away yeah so i just didn't think i was like we've seen demons a handful of times now right and i don't think we've seen iron be used against them so yeah that's a new thing there we go well and two i mean the the first demon we see is on the airplane of Mm -hmm. course and they they deal with that you know like with like holy water and stuff other than that we've seen a crossroads demon and they trapped her using a devil's trap yeah. And of course we've seen Meg and they used holy water and devil's trap on her, but I don't they didn't use iron on her. Yeah. So I this is the first time that we've yeah. seen it used. Okay. Yeah, I think they just were like, "Hey, we really need this to be a thing, so we're going to make it a thing." Right. Okay. I did. Well, Donna, we're nearing the end, so you want to go ahead and discuss what it is that you brought up? This is actually a thing that's going to matter in the next episode. Okay. Though I'm not spoiling anything. Right. Sam defeats Jake. Dean and Bobby arrive. Sam starts going towards Dean and Bobby. Dean calls out a warning, and Jake has picked up the knife, came up behind Sam, and stabs him in the back and jerks the knife And Sam falls to his knees. He remains upright for several seconds. Dean grabs him. Sam sags slowly down onto his haunches and then falls forward and dies. Mm -hmm. Just remember that. That's that's it. Just remember that. (laughs) Okay. So apparently that will be, that thought will be continued next week. Indeed. Whenever we will be discussing part two, episode 22, All Hell Breaks Loose. We invite you to come back and join us for that discussion, as well as the conclusion of Donna's titillating little remember this for next time. So until then, carry on. Jerk. Bitch. Gumby Cat Productions. Podcasts for podcast people. Meow. Meow.